Everyone, Nathan Hayes here with IDOC, the IDOC's Practice Finance Consultant, and a couple of quick updates on uh, PPP forgiveness. Um, it's a little late in coming, frankly. But uh, last Friday, we got new guidance on uh, specifically for forgiveness from PPP, and, and a couple of things that came up that, that uh, either I've addressed and changed or weren't addressed before. So um, let's just run through them. First off, um, I've been telling doctors to be very careful about offering hazard pay bonuses with the excess of the PPP money. And the new guidance says that those are absolutely permissible. And so if you've been wanting to give hazard pay to your employees who are back at work, um, give bonuses with the excess in your PPP, um, you should feel free to do that with the one caveat that at this moment, uh, the House of Representatives just passed a bill that would extend the forgiveness period um, hasn't gone through the Senate yet, but just know that you may have more time with which to spend it on forgiveness. So maybe you don't need to just pay it all out now to get ahead of it. Um, more to come on that as its own. And, and if your time's running up, you may go ahead and spend it just to get it out the door um, and know you're covered. But, but you are allowed to pay hazard pay and claim forgiveness on that to your employees. And, and that's consistent with one of the trends that since the bill's been passed is a lot of the guidance is pushed towards, we want you paying your employees, we want you paying your employees, we want you paying your employees. So you're allowed to be generous with your employees. Now that comes with a, 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 a other side, which is a, a new bit of guidance that came out that said owners, um, if you claimed income under PPP and um, you're capped at the lesser for cash compensation of either 15,385 $85 basically the annualized rate of $100,000 over eight weeks. So 850 seconds of $100,000 or an annualized rate of your salary from the business in 2019. So if in 2019 you paid yourself $80,000 because you were a three day a week doctor for the practice, just for being a doctor in your office, you're not going to be able to claim $100,000 this year um, on that. So the bias has been towards paying employees, uh, but putting some restrictions on owners. And, and so that's one. Uh, doesn't necessarily touch your, your benefits, so that's just your cash compensation. Although, if you, um, and I'm sorry to the people who had to do this, but if you didn't claim your income and your first application went back and applied as self-employed, um, self-employed people are straight up capped at $100,000 or an annualized rate of your income from the year before, and it's understood that your benefits are paid out of your income. So if you had to apply as a self-employed owner, which is not, most of you, but some of you did. Um, one more time, you're getting a little bit of the, the short of the stick on this bill. So, you know, but, but owners, just bear in mind, and this has come up a couple of times, if you are selling yourself under $100,000 a year uh, for 2019, even if you raise it this year, uh, you're going to have less forgivable uh, benefit from the PPP for your own income, not touching your um, benefits. Final thing, um, we did get some, some clarification on um, utilities, and those are um, uh, gas, you know, electric, water, transportation, internet, telephone. And so owners, I, I, I have to think, because I've gotten the question a couple times, if you have a service like Solution Reach or Weave that's an all-in-one internet service, VoIP, and those marketing functions, I think that's gonna be forgivable, just as part of the package of, this is our internet provider. Um, I doubt um, that anyone's gonna parse it out that far. 
So um, on those, yes, they'll, they'll be forgivable. Some people have asked me if my EHR is going to be forgivable. I don't think that's going to count as a utility. But it is good to know that um, internet and phones, which presumably include cell phones, will um, will be covered if you're if you're paying those to the practice. So if you have, um, you know, after you've spent your your payroll portion of the money, if you have um, more funds under PPP available, you can claim these expenses against those funds. Again, assuming that they don't extend a timeout and you just decide to use all of your money for payroll expenses. Um, Finally, a, you know, a little more clarity, just to restate re, uh, some things that we learned from the application itself, and this was modifying or clarifying some stuff from the loan forgiveness application, which if you haven't done, I encourage you, go download it, go see what's in it, understand what's gonna be asked of you. Um, but a couple updates from that, just to, to reiterate. One, um, if an employee refuses to come back to work, that won't count against your forgiveness. Two, if an employee asks you to work less hours because they, need to be home with their kids, for instance. Um, that doesn't count against forgiveness. You have to document it. And three, if an employee resigned or you fired them for cause, um, that won't count against your forgiveness. Again, it just needs to be documented there. Um, you're gonna have a choice on calculating what an FTE is. It's either the average weekly hours divided by 40, or you can just say a 40 hour more a week employee is one FTE and someone who's less than that is 1.5. You can pick that and apply it to your baseline period and your current period. And um, you know that's how you'll measure FTE reductions. Um, if um, for the other criterion that would reduce your forgiveness amount, so one would be if you carried less FTEs for your period. The other was any reduction of salary over twenty five percent or wages. And they basically said, hey, listen, whether we don't care, it only counts once though. Whether it's people's wages are down by twenty five percent because you cut their hours or cut their their rate. Uh, doesn't matter. It's just we're going to count that once, which is nice to know. And for both of those criteria, you still have the ability to, if you restore everyone's hours or wages by June 30th, they've reiterated this, still eligible for full, full forgiveness, even if you didn't have them through the, the covered period. Obviously, what's going to be forgiven is just what you spend. So if you spent less than the loan amount because you carried through your employees, um, fine. You can, you can still get forgiven for what you spent and then um, just pay back the rest. And, and again, bear in mind that if you didn't carry your full staff of the period, but you get them back by June 30th, but you did have full rents paid and utilities, you know, they're only going to forgive up to 25%, excuse me, I always get this wrong, only up to 25% of your forgiveness can be for um, non-payroll expenses, so utilities, rent, um, mortgage interest if that's applicable to you. And, and finally, and this may not have been clear, but if you have questions, the application is gonna flow through your bank and the bank's gonna certify and then just um, tell the SBA what to give them for your forgiveness amount. So um, if you have questions, your bank is probably a great place to go and ask on, on how they're gonna treat things. Um, so that's the big updates. I think the, the biggest outstanding questions um, one, there, there's new legislation coming that may change some of this guidance, but this is the state of play today, and I don't believe in planning on what Congress might do until they do it, because um, they certainly surprised us along the way or changed things along the way. Um, if, if your uh, covered period ends in early to mid-June and you're in the Northeast where you're still kind of shut down, um, there is no guidance yet as to whether or not if you had to refurlough people, if that counts against you, I think that what's going to end up happening is you'll just have more time 
to pay them and have that money forgiven. Um, so, so we'll see, but we have a pretty good clear picture of what's going on. Owners, uh, be careful what you do with your income in this time period. Um, if you want to be generous to your staff, which is wonderful, I think you should feel very free to, to do that and know that it'll be forgiven by the SBA. So that's um, a quick update on the state of play for PPP forgiveness. Uh, it's, um, it's May 29th, Friday, uh, 2020. And so um, this obviously is subject to change, but as of today, and this will probably be posted to the membership next week, that's where we are. So uh, this is Nathan Hayes, IX Practice Finance Consultant, and uh, we will keep you updated as events warrant. Thanks so much.